Ladies and gentlemen, when the Republican Party of Georgia moved Herschel Walker from Texas to Georgia so that he could run for Senate, it's because change was taking too fast in the post-antebellum South. The state had been flipped blue, and there are some principalities that were not prepared for a black man and a Jewish man to go to Senate at the exact same time. So they figured that they would delude us by picking somebody who they thought would in fact represent us better with a football than with a degree in philosophy. They thought we were so slow, that we were so stupid, that we would elect the lowest caricature of a stereotypical broken black man as opposed to somebody who is educated and erudite and focused. Y'all ain't ready for me today. You think they not gonna tell him how to vote? In 2022, we don't need a walker, we need a runner. Child. We don't need a walker. We need a runner. Now, listen, <laughs> say what you want about Jamal Bryant, but he, he got that day he had together. time. He, he had time. Did. He had time that day. That was just so what y'all just heard was the clip of Jamal Bryant, um, a.k.a. Pastor Holy Whore, uh, as Monique used to refer to him uh, on Potomac, uh, talking about Herschel Walker, uh, uh, candidate uh, in the upcoming election uh, down in Atlanta. Georgia. Wow. Wow. And that's how you clear it. That's how you clear it. And that's how you clear it, bitch. <laughs> we have to talk about this. Um, there's been so much going on while we've been away. We're sorry we took a little break. We went on vacation. We got to um, just re-energize, re-moisturize. Uh, I call and it now we're back. Yaya Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. That's what we were doing. Is that what you call the trip? I guess. Yaya Sisterhood. Um, <laughs> but uh, while everything's been going on, we definitely wanted to come back to our beloved pop stars. And so we have so much to talk about today. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to get through it all. Marcus, what do you think? Honey, we're going to get through it all because Elon Musk just took over Twitter. And baby, we're going to have to talk. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. We have to talk about that. And so much more. So let's get into it. Let's yes. get it going. Uh, Jane, let's roll the let's roll the intro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Marcus Drew Steele. It's me, Trenton Rashad, and you are listening to Cold Pop. Welcome back, Marcus. Truth is, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, you look a little tired today. You are Options giving us. A, you are you. giving a. For those who watch are watching this on YouTube, Marcus is giving us a very different setup than usual. This. Uh, recovery this, this is what we call a last throw. minute setup <laughs> jesus i'm like what is going on so let me let me just let me just get my life together here for a moment so we agreed to start recording this at 9 a.m my time 11 a.m 
trench time. Baby, it is now 1019, <laughs> and we are I'm just like, okay. getting started. Why didn't you it call me? Why didn't well, you call I me? I did not want to be... Um, I didn't. I didn't want to be shady or anything, so that's why I just sent the nice little text. I said, "You know what?" I said, you "Okay, call me. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a few minutes." I didn't hear anything. I was like, "Okay, give it a few minutes." It's like let some time go by, and then I just sent that nice little text because I didn't want to offend. I said, "Oh, do I need a link to record today?" <laughs> <laughs> Which was Let like, me- "That's nice, na- That's nice, nasty for." Bitch, you're late. Bitch, where are you What's at? What's going on? <laughs> where the fuck are you? So ask me what time I went to bed last night. Honey, listen, it, this is the time. I mean, this is the season. Okay, let's. what time did you go to bed? I So number one, I got home at 3 a.m. Okay, no, I was not out that late. That's crazy. Baby, I got home. And you knew you had at, to record. I, I, that's why I left. I left the house party. Be- because no, I got home at three. I left at like two thirty or whatever because it was a little bit of a distance. But that's why I left because I was like, y'all, I have to go home. I was like, I've got podcast responsibilities in the morning. I have to be up at nine. And everybody was like, no, 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 oh, just stay out. Nice. Have another shot. Have another shot. I was like, I've got to go. I have got. Then your to head hit the go. wall. Bam. And I set my alarm for 8.30 a.m., did not go off, or I slept through it. I don't know. It would still be going off, you though, so I don't it. feel like I would sleep. No, because it would still be going off. Like, I did not wake up to an alarm. No, you you, tur- you turned it off and went back to sleep. No, no, no. Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I know, I know a drunk when I see one. Girl, I am <laughs> charging to my head, not my heart. I am here. I am dragging. I'm not worried. I look a mess. You I'm look like, dragged. I look tired. I do. I do. And I and I do. <laughs> but how so please you start off. How was your past couple of weeks since we've been on a little bit good. of a hiatus? What have you been yeah, doing? Yeah, the weeks have been good. I've been um I went to LA. We all went to LA on our little friend Ooh, trip. Let's talk about um, it. How did we think it went? I thought it was super nice. It was very relaxing. Just what I needed, like just to kind of, like I said, recharge. Um, and so it was good for us all just to be together again in that little faction um, and just cutting up how we do. I mean, while we had a really good time, we got, I got, I felt like a little bit of um, LA that I like to see. Every, you know, when I go to Los Angeles, I like to get a little bit of everything. And so, I like to go out and see the different neighborhoods. I like to see celebrities out in their natural habitat. Um, and so I got all of that. And it was, yeah, it was fun. No, I had a good time, too. Like, I've been to L.A. numerous times now. And so it was good to be able to pick and choose what we did instead of having to be subjected to the the tourist lifestyle of L.A. And so it's good to yeah. kind of just do whatever we did it is not that we wanted. Do we didn't do really any of like the touristy stuff. <laughs> well, technically we did while we was looking for forever 21. We got a nice little tour of downtown. <laughs> that was a mess. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it, it was a really good trip. And so I had that and then Halloween, of course. And I mean, it's kind of, we're right now in smack dab in the middle of like gala season. And so lots of fundraisers, lots of galas, um, lots of suits, shirts, ties, um, 
What did you do for Halloween? Uh, what did I do for Halloween? I had two. So I did Halloween, um, two weekends. And so it was, and we had like, it was birthday parties and house party, um, on the second weekend. And so those were super fun and just got to, you know, get up, see people get dressed up. Um, somehow I became a, uh, facial meme, um, throughout that experience. And so that, that was interesting. I don't, I don't, I think one of the things that makes me laugh is that this is now the second year that like you have become a focal point of this Halloween party and like either a positive or negative light. (laughs) No, they need to start hiring me. You need to start charging them. You need to start charging them commission for using your likeness. That's what you need to start doing. I agree. So, so no, but it was a good time. Um, and then yeah, the house party was fun too. So we were, uh, so me and my old man, we dressed up as run DMC. Uh, that very was, cute, that was by cute. the way. It was cute. It was very it was cute. Yeah. Um. So, number one, I'm hungover. You all know this already. That's how my day is going. That's how my yesterday is going. Um, L.A. was an amazing time. First off, what are you watching on TV? I forgot to ask you that, too. I watch everything. I'm watch- I mean, it's really hard for me to, like go through all the shows because i forget everything that i am watching you need to write I'll them say down what is what what i'm watching of note um right now and what i'm really excited about i just started the white lotus so i'm glad that that's back oh, and i'm yeah. watching that um it's really good i'm super excited uh from just the the season premiere uh handmaids is shaping up to be one of the most crazy se- seasons yet craziest of the seasons yet um I think we have maybe one episode left of Handmaids and I am like white knuckling it to see if what I think is going to happen is going to happen. Um, and so that's like, yeah, also top tier. Just finished Los of Spookies. Also, I love that show as well. So I would say those are the things of note right now. Of course, you guys will start to see what I'm watching all the way down to um, just in our episode spotlights. But but yeah, and then of course all the Bravo franchises. So nice, 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 nice. Um, like I guess, like I was saying, the LA trip was great. I had a good time. It was uh, so fabulous to be able to see the crew, the tough crowd. Um, yep. Halloween was also very cute. Uh, I was getting my interview with the vampire tease because I'm obsessed with that show right now. So I was like, well, that's what I want to go is f- go for for Halloween. And so I did that, um, made a, a lovely Wait. trip. You were Louie? Technically, but like mo- a more, a more yeah, modern, a more modern. Cause you told but, me lost boys. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I was getting ready to say. Like I was like, I was inspired by interview with the vampire to go as a vampire, but my costume was technically more based on the lost boys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. If, if anybody's seen the Lost Boys, there was a movie that was filmed here in the Bay. I saw your Halloween costume, and it was not given. It was not given 1920s New Orleans. Well, maybe I was doing the actual interview part because when he when he's giving the interview, this modern baby. But he's so. not in no netted. He's not in no netted top. Girl, <laughs> leave me alone with some okay. glasses. No. He did so. Number one, he did have glad colored glasses. Not in the modern times, though. 
But back in the night, so how you you gotta pick? You can't do. You got no, 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 no. I'm not gonna let you sit up here and muddle the creative direction of Interview with the Vampire, which is also another show that I am like in love with right now. Um, it was. It's getting it was a, a little. Mix. It's getting a little like we'll talk about Interview with the Vampire later. Okay. On. Okay. I, I have some thoughts. It was. Uh, I still need to catch up, so I was. That's what I was going to say. I'm still oh, behind. Okay, I'm. Ciao. I'm only on like episode four. Ciao. So when when they when he saved, I just finished the episode where he saved the girl from the house fire, and now she, I, I'm assuming that Ciao. she's going to become a vampire. So I'm I've not. Got, I've gotten to that yet. Because okay, uh, baby, this last episode it, it's getting domestic now. Domestic abuse. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> in the words of Saucy Santana, it's getting domestic now. I'm gonna catch up today. So, but I anyway. I so I went as a vampire from Lost Boys, but the interview of the vampire inspired. And inspired. Lost Boys had Kiefer Sutherland and old girl from Still Standing in it. I forget her name though, but I don't know if anybody's ever seen Still Standing. And so it was cute. It was fun. I Your had outfit tri- was cute. Was I, I will say that I really did mm-hmm. like it. I thought it was nice. I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. Now that you've explained it here on the runway, I'm not exactly sure. It was a very Aja explanation of your. Um... <laughs> so I I threw <laughs> it, it was it was interview with the vampire inspired but lost boys based. Thank you very much. Okay. All right, I'm gonna let you live. Go ahead. Yeah, bitch, let me live. Um, but I was gonna say I had made a trip back to Chicago, saw you yep, all. That was nice. That was fun too. That fabulous was time. time. I'm glad you all were able to come out. Um, and we had lunch and stuff like that. And so it was a good time. That was my Halloween. Um, I I know why you're smiling, and I will not sit here and let you tell my story, tell my narrative. You will not, because <laughs> I know why you're smiling. Oh, you are I'm so drinking my water. Shady. I'm you I am so focused on the shady. show. I'm looking at my sheet. I'm Ooh, taking notes so from Jane. Shady girl. Anyways, moving on. What I'm watching. I wanted to run through this real quick because I feel a smidge overwhelmed and i'm going to tell you why i feel a smidge overwhelmed because i felt accomplished white lotus i i feel i felt accomplished because i made it all the way through house of the dragon we talked we're gonna i know we're gonna talk about that show at some point um yeah fabulous show but there's just so many other tv shows that i'm watching and like having to split my time on from number one, the She-Hulk series just ended a couple of weeks ago. And so I'm going to talk about that. We are literally talking about Interview with a Vampire on AMC. I'm watching Andor on Disney+. Plus. Real Housewives of Potomac just started their new season on Bravo. Unsolved yep. Mysteries on Netflix is really good. People want me to watch From Scratch on Netflix with Zoe Saldana. So I've got to put that on my list. Tales of the Jedi, I just finished that on NBC. And because House of the Dragon had just finished, I am now giving my undivided attention to Rings of Power on Amazon because I wanted to watch them both independently and give them my time because they're sort of similar veins, sci-fi fantasy. And Rings of Power is actually really good, too. I watched the first episode of it, and I was like, okay, I'm in it. I'm in it. Let's do it. So there are a lot of – oh, and, and Abbott Elementary. Keeping up with Abbott Elementary also very funny their halloween episode made me laugh hysterically it was cute um very very cute and then the one before that with uh i think it was with jacob being like a cornball or whatever 
also a very good episode. And so if you haven't start if you're if you're not keeping up with Abbott Elementary, you should. It's still very, very good, very, very witty, and very, very funny. So a lot of TV. How do you shows, feel girl. about the uh Tariq return in Abbott? Was that the most recent episode? I have not seen it yeah. yet, so thanks for spoiling that for me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you just lo- look, look. We can't all just s- make Mark, time no, for TV you go- like you do. Some Mark, of us have lives. Here, Some Mark, of us have work. Go. Some Literally. of us have things to do. Okay. This is what I'm talking about this girl. Exactly like why about. you just here, spoiled here, that here goes for Marcus. me? Here goes Marcus. Make sure everybody you're keeping up with Abbott Elementary, <laughs> keeping up with all of the episodes. All right. Yes. Hey. So what do you think about? I'm well, I haven't got there yet. What the? I'm li- I am keeping up, but the episode literally just aired this past Wednesday. Damn, like I have not gotten to it. Okay, yet. it's uh, it's Saturday. Okay, I'm, which Saturday is my TV catch up day and okay, Sunday. My bad. It's not. Damn. I mean, I really didn't. I really didn't spoil anything. For you me, literally but. did. I wanted to be surprised, it's, and now you've ruined it. Well, it's the it's the main plot point of the episode. Can we also talk? I know we're going to talk about this in Fizzer Flat, but Tyler James Williams, he just gets cuter and cuter and does something cuter and cuter every time I see him. Because I know you saw, I know we're going to talk about it, but he did that freestyle on Sway, Sway's universe. Okay. So, uh, my, my feelings about Tyler James Williams might be a little controversial. I think he's a very nice guy, very nice actor, all of those things. I kind of put him in the same box as I would uh, Sterling K. Brown when people are also like, oh isn't, oh, isn't he so fine? Isn't he so cute? And it's like, yeah, sometimes to me they are very cute. And then sometimes to me, maybe not so much. Why Why do you say that? I don't know. It's just some, it's like one of those like weird things. Like some, you know, how some people are sometimes hot. And then sometimes just like regular looking. Yeah. That's how you feel about Tyler and Sterling. Mm -hmm. I think Tyler is so, I think Tyler has grown up fabulously. He's so cute to me. And to see him on another hit show like Abbott Elementary just confirms that like, not only is he a good actor, but it's good to, he's been through a lot as well. And so to see him thriving, um, is great to me because he's had some health complications and stuff in the past that have really like um, made him suffer. I don't want to say suffer, but made him endure some like physical, physical changes and stuff like that. Cause he, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to speak because I don't know exactly, excuse me, what it is that he had, but like at some point he had like a colostomy bag and he like lost a lot of weight and was oh. struggling to keep weight on and stuff like that. And so it's good to see him healthy and it's good to see him thriving. And he cute. Period. Okay. Hmm. We can cute move on. You. Yeah, cute for me. All right. Any other any other things that we need to talk about? Or no. All right. Okay. So with that, let's move on to <laughs> our beloved segment uh entitled Woo Child. Child. We're going to record this, this today, too, by the way, I so think that we, we have it. I think we We're going to record this after um, this. So this is a rapid-fire recall of the week's most ridiculous, most ratchet moments in pop culture. Also, the things that made us say, woo, chow. All right. Uh, Marcus, I'll let you go first. 
Yeah. So first off, let's. I guess we have to be a little somber and talk about takeoff and the Migos. Um, very, very unfortunate what happened. I think yeah. what I always I always say this, and I, I guess I'm still kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. That whenever you hear about celebrity deaths, they always happen in threes. They always happen yeah. in threes, and so I felt like Leslie Jordan died, and right. that kicked it off. And now Takeoff got killed, and I feel like we're still missing somebody. Like the other shoe has oh, yet to drop, which has got me a little scared. Right, it's got me a little scared because I don't. We have not had that third celebrity. But like when we talk about celebrity deaths, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but it always happens in threes. So Leslie Jordan died in a car wreck from health complications. I think he had like a seizure or something like that. Yeah, and died at like sixty-seven, and then Takeoff. And um, not Quavo, but yeah, it was Quavo. It was Takeoff and Quavo. They were at some kind of like poker guys night or whatever. And I guess I didn't watch the video because obviously that's just I, I, I can't didn't do watch that. I can't. I I can't but apparently it. there's a video out there of like the shooting. But they were in some. It was in Texas, I guess. Was it in Texas or do we know the location? I think, so. I think it was. I think it was in Houston. And they were. At some late night poker night or whatever, and I guess the the, the rumor is is that Quavo was getting beat in poker and getting his money taken or whatever, and caused a stir. One thing yeah. led to another. It was an argument, and then guns got pulled, and then I guess shots were fired, and unfortunately, takeoff was hit by a couple of them, and. Again, trigger warning in the video, I'm assuming, because I've not seen it. You can see Takeoff get hit and immediately drop to the floor. And it was just a very unfortunate situation because he was a very quiet member of the Migos, but also maybe one of the better rappers from the Migos as well. Uh, no shade to Quavo and uh, an Offset, but I just, it was unfortunate. What did you, what did you think about this situation? Um, I thought it, no, I thought it was, um, it was a shock for sure. I think once it kind of, cause once it started to kind of circulate around social media, there was a lot of like, oh, I, I at first didn't even believe it. I didn't think it was real. Um, and then I think I saw it like, I, I think I saw it like late in the evening and then I woke up the next day and it was actually like everywhere. And I was like, oh, this is, this is yeah. real. Um, I, I think it, this, it, I am starting to get a little concerned, um, uh, because about what I, I, th I think stuff like this is happening a little bit too close together and too often in relation to the takeoff shooting. Um, I just did a story earlier on P and B rock earlier, uh, in oh, September, yeah. uh, who was shot and killed and in LA. You know, and then the stuff with recently that had come up with the Paul Pelosi attack. Um oh yeah, the, we didn't even talk about the Chris, that. The Chris Red attack. I, it's it's really I mean it's there's just a lot of these incidents that are starting to kind of populate all over and it is concerning because you think about well, what is the fix? What is the um how is this going to affect how celebrities are interacting in their daily lives? Uh, is, you know, are, are people that wouldn't 
generally need security and use security to kind of just go and live and hang is that now going to have to be uh, a part of it um are people going to have to be a little bit more restricted uh in terms of posting and social media and, and you know and all of these things i feel like these situations are going to set a brand new course um so i think i will say that i agree i agree with you number one but i think i would also say this like situations like these happening every day i think they're being exacerbated because they are celebrities and you also have to keep in mind it's like we need to for the for celebrity's sake number one you probably should have some some type of security or I think like I agree that. that they happen every day, but do you feel like I also feel like that these people are being targeted because of their That's what their I was position. getting ready to say. That's what I, that's what I was yeah. getting ready to say. I was like, I think you also have to keep in mind that I think people are cloud chasers and yeah. want the want the notoriety of being associated or having some kind of proximity to these celebrities. And so now what yeah. we are starting to see are a lot more people being more bold in their interactions with celebrities because of that proximity and notoriety. And I absolutely agree with you that I think times are changing a little bit. Times are definitely changing a little bit. I mean, yeah, we have a lot of, you know, people who are kind of also starting to speak out. Lakeith Stanfield was one of those folks who kind of came and, you know, did a declaration, I think, earlier this week, shortly after takeoff shooting, in which he was talking what, what about, he like, he was basically calling, like, gangster rap, like, it is self-destructive. Um, uh, he was, this is, I think this is all kind of through Twitter. And he said, he was like, let's make it cool to embrace life, travel, and learn new things. I know that the scope of issues we have to contend with is much larger than this, but we have a lot of to, we have a lot of work to do in many areas to restore our hearts, minds after centuries of persecution and manipulation. But we have to start somewhere. If you are for gangster rap, you can't also be for black. Well, so I think I think the intention is there, Lakeith, but I think we have to understand. W w number one, we already know celebrities are just people and you can take the nigga out of the hood but you can't take the hood out of the nigga like i mean i'm i'm, I'm not saying that in association to the migos or takeoff's death but i'm i'm just saying yeah. like niggas are gonna be niggas regardless like whether no, regardless of whether or not thing. you're a celebrity or not i mean but no i think he is saying do... like right but i think he is still saying like the violence and like the um lyrics that may allude to violence or what someone has or gotcha. you know like okay. those types of things add add Got it. to this add to the story add to the to the narrative and so i i don't know like i said earlier i think that this is definitely going to set a new course all the stuff that's yeah. been happening as of late Woo chow okay definitely. well um all right what do you have sorry i took a long time on that but no no was... worries but no so the <laughs> clip that we heard at the beginning Girl. of the show Girl. Um, this, <laughs> the holy is, <laughs> this was this was my woo child moment of the week and i had to go back and listen to it a couple of different times i and did so, listen to it a few um, times when i saw it so herschel walker is a black man who is a republican and he is running for u.s senate in georgia now there have he's already been 
in the news. If you if you know anything like with current events, you've definitely heard the name Herschel Walker, probably in close relation to like abortion because he came out very publicly against abortion. And then it later got revealed that he actually had he had paid for multiple women's abortions. Allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but this was things went things took a turn uh, this past Sunday as Jamal Bryant took to the um, took to the pulpit and one of (laughs) I just want to start so this was during his Sunday sermon and there was a conference they started talking about the upcoming uh, election day and in this he talks he starts to kind of be very very surface but then he gets really deep um into the republican party and specifically them kind of propping up herschel walker as a as a as as a prop using him as a prop um he which he is this is how this is how he started ladies and gentlemen when the excuse ladies and gentlemen when the republican party of georgia moved herschel walker from texas to georgia first bit of shade already right in that first line so that he could run for senate it's because change was happening too fast in the post antebellum South. So that's how he opened it, which was already facts. Like to me, like the state Georgia was, uh, had, had been flipped to blue. Um, and so they wanted, so he kind of alludes to go on and speak about how they, you heard in the clip, everybody heard it in the clip. Uh, they've been telling him what to wear, what to <laughs> all of like what to do. And now they're going to probably tell him how to vote. I don't think I don't think he was lying. Now, like I said, say what you want about Jamal Bryant. Yes, he has had he's got multiple baby mamas. He's, um, you know, what he did to Giselle, all of these things. But I detected no lies. What were your thoughts on this? So I think the part that I identified with most is the fact that he was like and they thought that all they had to do was find a black man. And that would be enough for the black community. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I was like, said. baby, I said, you hit the nail <laughs> on the fucking head. I said, so tell me that's not true. <laughs> cause so what, cause what he said, he was like, he said, they figured they would delude us by picking someone who they thought would in fact represent us better with a football than a degree in philosophy. Um, he said, they thought they believed black people were so stupid that we would elect the lowest caricature of a stereotypical broken black man as opposed to somebody who is educated, erudite, and focused. And what's so sad is that, like, I think, so this this episode comes out, this this is Monday, so election day is tomorrow. He's not, like, the polls are so, so phenomenally close. Like, Herschel Walker may win in Atlanta, in Georgia. So that's the crazy part that's the crazy part but like i identified with the fact that it's like is that all that it takes is like oh this is one another black man going up against Raphael warnick and like that's all that throws a football and that's enough like are we that stupid are we do you, oh they've you think done that this low for of years. us of but course. they've been doing they've been thr- trying to throw black candidates to us now for years they started out with ben carson they then um what was the other guy's name can we talk uh, about herman cain who died herman cain yes oh my gosh i yeah like they've been doing this now for a while um yeah it's 
Ciao. <laughs> so, a mess. Well, I don't live in Georgia, but I mean, hopefully Jamal's words reached enough people to kind of, you know, make some opinions and maybe at least take a deeper look into Herschel before they before they vote for him. So, I, I, And I'll even go a step further. This is Monday. Election day is tomorrow. Get your asses out and vote for Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnick and make your voice be heard. I know that there are a lot of new election laws oh, right. that are trying to deter they're trying to deter Georgia voters, but please, like, if I lived in Georgia, I feel like I would be stumping a little bit harder than what I am now. But get out and vote. Like, yeah. Stacey, Raphael, like, please get out and vote. Do not let them just clock us like this and install Herschel Walker into the Senate seat when Raphael Warnick is already doing an amazing job. And Stacey Abrams will run circles around anybody in legislation as governor of, of Georgia. So please get out and vote. Please make your voice be heard because to me, this is if uncomfortably not, even if too you close. ain't in Atlanta, if you're not even in Atlanta, everybody should be going out and vote. You everybody. should, but I, but Atlanta, Georgia is a, an important election and so is Pennsylvania. So if you live in either of those states, please get out and vote. It sucks because I'm in California and like, and you're in, and you you being in Illinois, I know that our elections are not as important, but it is still important to get out and yeah. vote. But if you're in those two states, please get out and vote. Please get out and vote. That's all. Thank you. Ooh, Public ciao. service announcement. Right. Ooh, okay. Um. So I want to talk about. I know we're a couple of weeks late, but I feel like that this was still warranted because Grammy nominations have not come out yet. Um, and okay. so <clears throat> I want to just revisit this whole fiasco of Nicki Minaj and the Grammys and her beef with Lotto Lottery, whatever, whatever she <laughs> called that girl. What did you call her? You called her the same thing. I ca- I had referred to her as Lottery. Yes, as Lottery. Yes. So. I know every I don't I'm not going to explain too much because I know by now everybody should know it's been out for several weeks but just in summary in summation Nikki mad at the uh, recording academy because again she submitted some songs um, I think it was super freaky girl in the rap category and it got moved to the pop category for some reason by yeah. the, the the voting body of the recording academy which of course get started a lot of side eyed Nikki caught it and went on this huge rant and talking about well if you can put um, big energy in the rap category by Lotto that is clearly a pop song but move my song to the pop category to go up to, to go up against the likes of Adele Harry Styles and all of these other pop girls like it's not fair like you're setting her up for failure and i agree with that because super freaky girl while i don't like the song it is a rap song so why is she in the pop category i think she's got a point there where i think the things started to go off the rails here is i feel like we could have made this explanation without dragging lotto's name into the mix i think we probably could have made this argument without dragging lotto's name but Lotto and Nikki got into it on Twitter um, only a week after JT and Cardi B got into it on Twitter. And so that whole thing has happened. What are your after seeing this and now having a couple of weeks to kind of like set this set this to the side a little bit? What are your thoughts? 
you know what i feel like usually i would be like oh like okay nikki like uncalled for but i mean she has I a think point that you do have to yeah i'm think i'm like you do have to kind of use examples and you have to illustrate like how you are being treated like if you feel like you are being mistreated um and not being given a fair opportunity uh to advance in your career i think you do have to kind of i think you do have to show those examples and so while i would be like okay did you have to go through this and like name lotto specifically i think so i think she does have to name lotto specifically I mean, that because was the song this is question. the nature of the situation and so yeah. I, I i mean i'm i'm here for i'm of course i've already said i'm not here for the beef i think a lot of these i think for these um these the women rappers I I love to see the unity and I think with these you know these little pockets that have started to kind of come around whether it be with Meg with JT Cardi B Nikki Lotto whoever um, I, I would like to see it focused on you know something more positive but I don't think Nikki's at fault and I don't think Nikki's wrong I will also use the caveat Nikki is being a little bit of a bully right now i don't necessarily know by, just, by saying what exactly where do by, we, where do you feel like you run it where's the bullying happening i feel like she could have said her piece about the grammys use lotto's song as an example and then leave it at that i don't think she needed to get into this whole twitter beef with her about she said she said and pulling receipts and talking about and calling her lottery you know calling her out of her name and stuff like that and saying like you only wanted a feature and you've been begging me for a feature i don't i don't necessarily think all of all of that was necessary i mean it is that's neither here nor there i'm not gonna get in i'm you're not gonna pull me into the barbs and to and wade to wade into this mess but she has been she has been a little a Hmm. I was about to say aggressive, but I don't think that that is the word that I want to use I don't think here. it's anything that we've seen different from Nikki. Nikki's came in, I think, from day once like that. I w- but I think, what I, I think what I'm trying to say is I wish she would just put it in the music. Like, we don't need to do all of this. Like, if you have a problem, if you have a beef, if you have an issue, put it in the music. You know, like we need, we want new music from you. So, like, are you working on an album? Um, Super Freaky Girl was not, even though it went number one. And kudos to you for getting Hello? another a number one song. I don't like it though. I think the song is kind of trash, to be honest. But like, okay. put it in the music. Like, opinion? if you, it, it that's my opinion. Um, if you have beefs with these girls, put it in music. Write some songs. Give us a catchy bop that we can shake our ass to and talk about these girls in the music and stop getting into all of these Twitter beefs and rap beefs with Cardi yeah, we're talk about and it. all of this. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about it. We're going to talk but about that, what happens when you start putting stuff in the music. <laughs> that's very true. But I, but again, like we would the idea is we want to sell records. We want to continue to push our career forward. And so putting that drama in the music is the best. But like you're getting for you you are you are getting I don't want to say publicity, but you are giving it away for free. You are giving it away for free when you could be making money off of this drama, off of this beef and stuff like that. So like I just let's put this to the side a little bit and let's get back to the music and 
put out some good songs. I feel like, yeah, I feel like historically I've not always like sided with Nikki, but I think we are getting to a moment when you really start to kind of look around at just like how over the past couple of years, all of these female rappers have just started to kind of come out the woodwork. Um, she was holding it down solely for so many so for so many years. But I think the issue is, is that people, the reason why people are upset with Nikki is because she has not shown herself to be supportive of other women, um, especially women who are in the same space and or industry. Like she has had a beef with Cardi. She's allegedly had a beef with Megan. She's got now a beef with Lotto. And so it seems like she is not supportive of the other rap girls who are coming up in the industry trying to make a name for themselves. And so I think it comes off a little bit as bullying because it's like, Give these girls their space to sink or swim. You don't. We don't. We like. We don't need you to have an opinion on that all of the time. Like, where's your music at? You know, these girls will seek and swim on their own. And I don't think we need all of this friction. Does that make sense? Am I being? Okay. Do, do do I make sense or am I am I am I in Manhattan or am I on Staten Island? I um. In the famous words of Bob the Dragon. I think I, I think I've just I think I'm just gonna feel differently on this Please, particular this situation. And I think that piece. I think and I think that like I feel like Nicki Minaj has earned her right to talk her shit. Um I feel like she has earned it. I, I do. I really do. And I think that she can speak from a space of number one, not only experience, but like she she has created a platform for herself that was not i mean I, we always say lauren hill little kim uh foxy brown all of them walked so nikki missy elliott missy elliott all of them shout out to missy elliott who has a uh wax figure now in madame tussauds shout out i to saw you. that but i think like she yeah I th- yeah in my opinion she has earned her right to talk her shit and say what she wants um and I think also in the same vein of I can I can talk my shit. I can I can do a song with you. I can work with you and we can come together. I feel like that there have been opportunities that she's displayed that too in her in her career. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like we just disagree. I hear what you're saying. I, I think I could take that same sentiment and be like, because you have such a storied career now like you have put yourself in a place to where like you 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 will go down as one of the best female rappers of all time do we really need to do this do we do we really need to be this pressed about up and coming girls or do we need to put it in our music like if you have an issue put it in a song and then move on do we really need all of this commentary like you have too many credits to your name to even why why are we doing this like you should be off somewhere with your family girl and putting music together because you have such a history career like you have but i do feel so like the rap hits. game is just i feel like the rap game is just different in as it absolutely to like is. other things and like there is there is something to be said about being the best being the number one being on top of the game um and there's a there is a competitiveness that comes with it that's a little bit more pronounced um, 
in That's comparison fair. to like you know singers and like other actors and things like that so well don't get yeah. it twisted because aretha franklin let us know that the singers be getting into it too yeah but it's so, like i said it's more pronounced it's more yeah in the rap in the rap game it's a little bit more pronounced. and don't act like we didn't just sit here and watch omarion and mario and whoever oh else beef on that stage a couple of weeks no. ago so the r b the r b girls get into it too just as much as the rap girls so let's not sit here and act like that they don't not they don't get they they not like that though because didn't mario get up there and embarrass all of them girls and sing them under the table because they couldn't even hold a note Marcus, that happened literally months ago. I'm I'm giving you receipts. I'm giving you examples. It still happened. Yeah, I'm just yeah, okay. Um So the rap game yeah. is not and it, yes, I agree the rap game, the rap girls are a little it's different, different. But it's different. other the rap other, guys too. The rap game in general is just different in terms of the competitiveness and how they go about showcasing that. That's fair. It's just not in the same. You don't know what Mario's not coming on singing in his album. I'm I'm the number one. I'm top of you know, like that's just no. Maybe he should be. Tank is not doing that. No one's no one's doing that. So Woo Chow. Woo Chow. I'm gonna go on. Now this next one, this is some family drama that I wanna talk about. Um but it it is it is pretty interesting and I wanna get your thoughts on this. And so it came out earlier this past week that Dwayne Wade and his ex-wife, uh, Siobhan Funches Wade, um, are at odds with one another about Dwayne's Wade, Dwayne Wade's petition to change Zaya's name legally. Um, so there was a there was a court petition that was filed earlier in the year to change Zaya Wade, their daughter, uh, who's 15 years old uh, and transgender. Uh, has been going by the name Zaya since 2020. I put that out there as well. Uh, but that that petition, Siobhan filed an objection to uh, this past week, stating that she was, number one, she was not consulted on any of this about whether or not that this would be possible. And also that he she feels as though the Wade family might be trying to profit off of this in terms of like financial gain and notoriety and you know, fame and, and those types of things. So these are things that she's stating in the objection. Um, of course, Dwayne Wade could not take this line down and took to Instagram um, to basically, he, he just kind of released all of it. And I think this is, this is a two page post um, and I'm not, I'm not going to get into it, but I mean, he basically lays out the history of how this has happened and, um, her, the mom Siobhan's lack of presence, lack of uh, care in any of this in in, in the entire situation. Um, I'll I'll just read a little bitty clip. Um, since this is this since this must be the new way of parenting, I guess I have to address these allegations here, which is a damn shame. Uh. While none of us are surprised by Siobhan's attempt to fight Zaya's identity and her unwavering attempt to drag my name through the mud, I'm very disappointed that she continuously finds ways to center on herself and her needs. I'm going to skip over this little part. Um, Siobhan tried a very similar attempt over a decade ago with equally damaging lies and causing irreparable harm to her children. And 13 lawyers later, 
I was awarded sole custody of our two kids as an active NBA player. Exclamation point, which I thought was just like that was shade. The that shade was the shade. That was the as an the active shade NBA of player. I was awarded sole custody. Um and then I don't like I said, this is very long, so I don't want to read into it. But he basically goes into that this has been something that we have talked about. Zaya is doing extremely well right now, like especially in school and like how she's handled this entire thing in a very public space. Um, and that like this is this is just an attempt for Siobhan to kind of once again insert herself and stop what's what's already happening. Um, this is this is interesting for a couple of different reasons. Why I think Zaya's name should definitely be changed if they want to legally do this. Um, there is a question of whether or not the mom should have been consulted. Do you agree? Even though she doesn't have full custody? So, and you answered the question because I was first about to be like, my first question was, who has primary or sole custody? Who That's has the custody? Way then they get the responsibility of taking care of that child and making sure mm -hmm. that she has what she needs. And if you do not have primary or sole custody, sit your ass down and just be along for the ride. So, okay. Okay. Interesting. So um, Dwayne Wade and his family and Zaya, however Zaya wants to identify and change her name, Dwayne Wade and Gabby are... I, obviously like we've seen active parents and parents and support Zaya in that decision and so that should be it and so for her to come along and try to be try to stop this and be like baby you are not even in Zaya's life like that so right. why should you have a say in how Zaya lives her life and how she chooses to identify and what she calls herself it, it sounds like an attention grab to me it definitely could be. And I think that there, I mean, she really went as well to kind of, I think, to to basically accuse them of doing this for like financial gain, I think is really dirty. And I feel like that that's kind of like where it of went Of course. Because right. at first it started out as like, I just want to be like consulted. And like, I'm surprised that she could do this without me even having to have any type of involvement in it whatsoever. But um I, I I agree with you. I think it, it definitely sounds like an attention grab. I would also want to say, like, I think even though the non-custodial parent, you know, it doesn't, even though she is a non-custodial parent, she probably should have some type of involvement. Depending, I don't, you know what? I don't even know the last time that those two spoke to, to one another. And that doesn't sound like that that's what's actually happening. Sounds like there's probably some type of lack of communication, whether that is voluntary or involuntary. Um, I hope I hope her objects. I hope her objection gets denied. I think I it's hope that also, they're able to move through this. Okay. Wh why are we even hearing about this? Why is this not being taken care of behind closed doors? Mm, which is a good question as well. Why do we even um, know about this? That tells me everything that I need to know. So the fact, yeah, I, I think that's that's a good point, which also kind of adds to that attention grab. Um, how do you feel about Dwayne Wade's response? Sometimes you gotta let a girl, let a girl, let a bitch know. Sometimes and he did you let her know. 
sometimes we take the high road and i think he said this in his statement i'm the, I'm, yeah. i don't need to take the high road sometimes when they he go said. low we got to take it to the flow so he said he said the high road has run out of real estate has run my out. lawyer yeah he said the high road has run out of real estate my lawyer will be in contact and best of luck to the 14th lawyer as they try to unravel this book of lies that's been sold to them Woo chow Period. 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 <laughs> I mean, is there anything else that needs to be said? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, that's it. Okay. That is it. That's, that's all I ask is like, why do we even know about this? That lets me know that this is an attention yeah. grab. Like, this could have been handled behind closed doors and y'all move, everybody move on about their business. But yet here we yeah. are talking about it. Yeah. I don't think she's wrong to want to have like some of the involvement, but I, I yeah, you bring a good This is point. the wrong way. Why do we yeah. even know? Why do we even Why know do we know it? about this? That's good. Um Okay, are we moving on? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Elon Musk has officially yeah. become the owner of Twitter and as of today, somebody getting fired. No, as of today, half of Twitter staff is getting laid off. Child, did you see, I, the TikToks are popping up everywhere. What is the TikTok? What is TikTok saying? The like Twitter employees, like logging on to their computer and reading the email of your role has been impacted. Like, yeah, the TikToks are popping up. Of I, yeah, I, these Twitter I, people are recording themselves getting laid off. I um I TikTok is my new uh the streets are talking, honey. The streets, oh, yes. the TikTok, TikTok is where's TikTok? Let's go over to TikTok because the streets are talking, and oh, yes, really. that's what I that's what I use for reference now for the streets. Because baby, you can find anything on TikTok, and you can find the T. Or you just have to know where to look. Yeah. So Elon has taken over Twitter. That's uh, um that's he bought it out. But I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was Today Explained. And they did a really good job of breaking down what this means. Um, I did not know Twitter had not made a profit since 2020. Yeah, they said it was um, like losing like four a million dollars. Is it no, four no, billion? More than a million. No, they a billion dollars in debt. Like they have not made a profit. They have not turned a profit in two years. And oh. half of the reason why he's laying off these people is because he's trying to cut the deficit. He's trying to. Yeah cut the spending and well he said that, that yeah means. he was like i think he said that they were losing four million a day yeah. yeah 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 so i guess he's trying to stop the hemorrhaging i think what has people so up in arms though is that it's the the guidelines it's the um is twitter still going to be a safe space because elon has right. made comments about how you know free speech and all of this stuff but it's like you still have to monitor hate speech and all of these other things and i think what was so interesting about the podcast that i was listening to was that this is not a tech problem this is a political problem because basically to own a social media company is to be the parent to millions and millions of adults and have to moderate how they speak to each other and make sure that everybody gets along and that is a very tough thing to do and is he going to succeed? Who knows? I will be very intrigued. I go, I'm a little off and on about Twitter nowadays. Like I have my spurts where like I'm really into Twitter and then I have my spurts where I don't use Twitter at all. And I'm in that yeah. phase right now because TikTok has basically taken over my life 
And so I've leaned more towards TikTok and Instagram than Twitter anyway. And so well, child, don't don't speak too soon because you know uh Tumblr is back on the market now too. They're letting uh nude pics uh come back. So Oh, I know. I still have my Tumblr. Oh Lord. Okay. All right. I still have my but, Tumblr. So yeah, Inappro- so is started- it inappropriate or am I just grown? So- no, they uh, so they did allow, yeah. So they're they're not allowing like full like videos, like like the videos that were on like there before. Twitter is, yeah. yeah but they uh, they allow like new photos now. So they trying to they trying to they trying to come back into the game, which I think and is smart because Twitter is yeah definitely Twitter might be the next it might be the next giant to fall. Will it fall? I don't know. But will there will there be a could there could there be a mass exodus of people yep. who just don't want to use it anymore? Absolutely, if this doesn't go right. Because one of the things he's already trying to do to um to, to cut costs is charge everyone with a blue check mark eight dollars a month. Or you can pay for a blue check mark, verify for eight dollars a month, like girl. Girl. So that's all I wanted to say. Did you? How do you feel about Elon taking over Twitter? Um, I, I, we had talked about like when it was just like a possibility if this was going to be happening, um, and it it's it's given villain vibes. It's very villain. Like I, yeah, I want to I want to control the world. That's what it's given me. I want to run the world. Ooh, child. So, child. That's all, right. all I had. Okay, well, that is Wu Chow for this week. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What? You didn't even talk about the most important thing. What What are you talking about? So we're not going to talk about Meg Thee Stallion and Drake? Oh, yes. Because um, that's, yes. that's the most important topic right now. Is it? I mean, I know this is... So everybody just buckle in. This is going to be a long is show. It? I know we're almost is at it? an hour already. Drake? Yeah, I, have I mean, so I have okay, you want to say. talk about this? Okay, yes, let's talk do you want to do you want to talk about it? You, I mean, you had it on your thing. Why'd you take it off? Well, I was I was trying to kind of pare down where yeah, what we're no. doing. No, let's talk about okay. it. Okay, I was I was trying to be I was trying to produce. Um, no, all right, put well, it back in the show. Let's talk so about it because yes, this is the gag. Okay. This is it's, but it's really not the gag, and that's what. Why do I mean, you say that? Could, so, for those who don't know, the new album, uh, Drake's uh, album on her loss, her loss, her loss uh, is twenty one. He collaborated with twenty one Savage um, on this. He is taking shots at several folks um, in the album: Kanye West, uh, Meg The Stallion. Some people are saying Ice Spice uh, was Alexis uh, he, Ohanian. Yes, the uh, the husband of um, Serena Williams. He's 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 really taking a couple of shots here. One of the things that he says in uh, I think it's called Circle Loco is the song, but he the the lyric is this bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. Um, and so that's pretty obvious to Meg the Stallion and like all of the drama that she had with Tory Lanes. Meg went on Twitter and was like, "Stop." <laughs> The, her tweet said, "Stop using my can I read them? Stop using my shooting for clout, bitch ass niggas." Can since I? I, I the, screenshotted it. Since when the fuck is it cool to joke about women getting shot? You niggas, especially rap niggas, are lame. 
ready to boycott about shoes and clothes, but dog pal on a black woman when she say one of y'all homeboys abused her. And then when this is the part that I identified where she said, people attack me, y'all go up for it. I defend myself. Now I'm doing too much. Every time it ends, every every time it never ends. And this did not happen until I came out and said I got shot. Y'all don't fuck with me. Okay, cool. Fuck it. Bye. She was like, and when the motherfucking facts come out, remember all y'all whole ass favorite rappers that stood behind a nigga that shot a female. Like she went off and I, let me let it be very very clear i support and stand by megan the stallion always have always will all right now what i wanted to, what <laughs> what i wanted to say was the reason why i wanted to talk about this is because we were talking about this last night and Everybody was saying the reason why Drake is doing this and is so in his feelings is because him and um, Odell Beckham Jr. broke up. Now let's okay, here we go. <laughs> now let's 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 get into it because Odell Beckham Jr. got on Twitter and was like, "Oh wow, this Drake." He called Drake gross. He was like, "This yeah, is he gross," didn't like it. and, and he gave, like, did not like it. Emoji. And everybody was like. Oh, like if you look in Odell Beckham Jr.'s comments, everybody was like, y'all broke up. This makes so much more sense now. You broke up with him and now Drake is throwing a fit and like trying to just come at everybody. And I'm like, I mean, where there's there's smoke, there's fire. (laughs) I mean, I'm not even going to go into that. I think I mean, you're not even going to acknowledge it. No, um, I think that uh, I think Drake was stupid for for putting that in the song, and like I, Meg has every right to be in her feelings and pop off like she did on Twitter. He also called um, Serena's husband Alexis a oh. groupie. He said he was like, uh, so this was in the song um, "Middle of the Ocean," and the the lyric was "Sidebar, Serena, your husband a groupie." Um. He claimed we don't got a problem, but no, boo, it's like you coming for sushi. So he also went to Twitter and had something to say about his mention um, in the song. He says, I'm grateful everything I've accomplished. Uh, he says, the reason I stay winning is because I'm relentless about being the best at whatever I do, including being the best groupie for my wife and daughter. I know that's right. And get bother. you can see Serena commented. She said, I don't even got to say nothing. She said, I don't even got to say nothing. <laughs> she commented on Alexis's post and just put like little kissy heart emojis. She was like, say, speak your, talk your shit, boo. Yeah. Drake's mad for some reason. I don't know who made, because who made Drake mad. Odell Beckham Jr. Girl, are you not listening? <laughs> Odell is what made him mad. They are not together anymore. And now Drake is throwing a fit because Odell has decided to move on with this with his life. And now Drake is mad. Trent. I, Trent look no, yes. bitch. Look at me. <laughs> look what you at me. To say? I don't know that to be true. I'm uh, not I, <laughs> I haven't seen them together. I, right. I thought you have Odell not seen Beckham them was, together anymore. I thought Odell was with somebody else. Now, obviously, this is all rumor and alleged because I'm not going to see. 
you've already sit here and said it twice. I, I've I, I tried to save you the first time you said it, and I tried I to just come to. on and move on with the rest of the show. <laughs> but now you wanted to double down and come up on this show and call these two men these two men gay, which you already know that's we don't know that let, to be the case. Let's see, let, whoop, pop stars, you let me know. Pop stars, you let me know. Am I am I lying? What did Nikki say? Did I lie? Did I lie? You let me know. Is there some truth? Is there some smoke? Where there's fire? Probably is. I mean, you. So, so let let me ask you this: If you went to a man's house and stayed for the entire summer, and when you've got multi millions of dollars, and you wouldn't stay at a man's house for the entire summer, what would you think? Mm, I don't, what would you think? Uh, where they they stayed there together? So Adele, oh, oh, Adele, Odell stayed at Drake's house for an entire you know, Adele summer. Been saying, Adele said y'all been saying her name wrong this whole time. So you tell me, like he stayed there the whole summer while Drake was there the, the entire summer. While what Drake were they was doing? There. What were they doing? What was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? You're going to entertain me today, okay? I'm yeah. not entertaining you. Like, You're what do you want me to say? Me today. I, I want you to get messy with me, girl. Like, you know, we know this. We know, I, like... I don't... I really... To be honest with you, I don't follow them that closely to know who they talking to, who they... You um, are so full of shit. We know that Odell Beckham Jr., has been rumored to be one of the to girls be, for yes, a long, yes. periodically amount of time. That. I do know that, yes. And we yes. know that Drake has had some suspect behavior in the past, allegedly, that has made people side-eye. I'm sure, I'm sure, yes. I'm sure that he has definitely said some things, did some things that may have had people be like, wait, what's going on? But, I mean... If they are together, hey, and this is just they like not. the um, this is a breakup album, then you know you ain't gotta be mad at everybody. Put it out in your music. He could have, he could have said that you know he could have said he could have called Odell another name and just went in. Woo, child! That's I, I, all I say. All of that to say again. Because I've gone off a tangent now, and I know we need to move on. I know Trent is giving me the wrap it up. (laughs) Trying to create some erotic fan fiction about It's already out there. It is already. I don't have to create anything, girl. You need to go read. I need to send you some articles. Like, it is out there already. Send me some. Let me send you some reading material. Y'all people got too much downtime on your hands. No, we're just connecting the dots. That's all. Okay. Okay, honey. And waiting for the blind to, to open a, their eyes. Yeah, and you got to get a cease and cease desist. And desist. <laughs> yes, Copop's about to get a cease and Co-pop desist. About to be eight up. This is our last episode. <laughs> did you listen to Sibling Rivalry? No, with Peppermint because oh, they talked about cease and desist. They said, yes, "Oh, right, we we know what a cease and they desist." They know about is. it. They very <laughs> we much know. well. We know what a cease quick, and desist. Quick is. sidebar: Did you listen to any of Peppermint's music? Now, why would Moving you? On. Why would you put me on a spot like that? 
<laughs> moving on. Move on. Move move on, girl. Let's move, take a move break. On to Mika. Okay. Do you have anything more on this topic? I like, besides Drake and Odell fucking. All I all I can think of is that Jocelyn where she was like, next question to Mika before you not get what you want. Now right. next question. Move on. Move on to Mika. Exactly. I don't have anything else. We can move on. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we will do our spotlight shows of the week. This week, I'm heading over to Bravo, and I am recapping the crazy season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Baby, Wu Child just got really messy. I am talking about She-Hulk. We're going to talk about the she yeah, yes. Tr- Trent don't want to be messy with me today. Like, quit acting like that we don't be having not. these conversations. <laughs> you stop Absolutely acting brand not. new like we don't be having these crazy. conversations anyway. I'm talking about She-Hulk, so. All right, well, we will be right back uh, with our Spotlight Shows of the Week. Hey, everybody, we are back, and it is time for our Spotlight Shows of the Week. This week, I am recapping Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, this season of Beverly Hills, Marcus, I know you also wild. watching uh, Beverly Hills a little bit here and there, correct? I'm keeping up. I know what's ha- I know what's going on. Okay, so this was the 12th season of the show, um, and it was coming off of already a lot of crazy drama and things that had happened um, in the previous season. But this was also a, one of the largest cast of housewives that we've seen in the franchise. There were eight, how many girls, eight. Let me just make sure. Wait, one, eight. Yeah. Two. Cause one of the girls I didn't even know was on the show. The European girl, Diana didn't even know she was on the show. I said, who is she? So, no, I mean, yeah, like, she she was actually a full-time cast member. So, you had eight full-time cast members, and then you had one friend of, which was Kathy Hilton. Um, oh, two friends of, I'm sorry. Sorry, Sheree. Sheree wasn't on there enough. She was not. She was not, and she was not at the reunion. Um, but she was there. She, she did a couple of episodes, so it was a nice kind of beginning for her sheree is the uh ex-wife of will smith and yeah. mother of their first uh of will smith's first Trey. son Trey. um but there was a there was a lot going on this season i felt like it centered really a main around three main plots one being erica um and all of the legal drama erica girardi who is the um she is a performer. She is a housewife. She ha- she also goes by Erica Jane, which is her like alter ego name, her stage name. Uh, but she was recently in lots of legal trouble because of her husband, Tom Girardi, had scammed millions of dollars from uh, victims of uh, lar- large scale accidents, uh, plane plane crashes, as well as I think that there was a fire that was included in this. But a repeated history of scamming these people out of millions of dollars that they had won in settlements. So I felt like that that was a huge plot point this season and kind of her journey through that. In addition, Sutton Strack, who I really came to love this season, she had quite a bit going on with multiple members of the cast. Uh, Diana, Lisa Renna, um, 
I think even at times it could have went her and Erica had also some some uh, a couple of run-ins but I think what really centered this whole season and kind of really what it came down to especially in the last episode of the reunion was the Kathy Hilton meltdown now I've never seen this much attention dedicated to a friend of the show but because of Kathy Hilton and her stature and who she is mother of Paris, um, you know, part of this, you know, the Hilton dynasty, all of that, th- it really did garner all of the attention. And a lot of the stuff started to really play out on social media. Um, I, if anything, I would say that social media was the ninth housewife on this on this season, just because of so much that uh, had happened while that they were while they were filming the show, but then also while the show was running. Um, I I gave grades to all of the housewives, and so I kind of wanted to run down and just give grades, Let's and we can it. talk. And Marcus, Let's you feel it. free to kind of jump in with you know whoever okay. you wanted to see. So I started off with the HBIC of Beverly Hills, who is Kyle Richards. I love Kyle Richards personally. I think she does. Oh, do you? She's, she is the center of the show. I really do like her. I think she's funny. She is the nucleus. She knows. She knows how to get. She knows how to get it activated. She knows how to get the other girls going. And but we what see I love this about time Kyle, and time again in every franchise. There's that one girl who is the yeah. activator, the nucleus. She, we see this, it with Giselle. Yep. We saw it with Nene. We see, like every yep. season. Every franchise has that woman. Yeah. And Kyle Richards is that for me for Beverly Hills. Um, I see that. Now, all of that being said, I, I say all of that to say I love Kyle. Right. She, but, but she did wrong. For this season, but she did fucking wrong. <laughs> I had to give Kyle, Kyle you get a C. Um, <laughs> you did. <laughs> and that's being generous. I think Kyle gets a C. There were there were many moments in which I feel like Kyle did not speak up. She did not. She didn't step to the plate um, as much as she presses other girls to do when things are going on with them. Uh, I felt like she tried to kind of like hide and throw rocks a lot when it came to situations with Erica's drinking um as well as uh the whole Kathy Hilton thing. So Kyle Richards and Kathy Hilton are sisters. Um and which by the way I did not know. I guess yes. I'm not that big of a fan of Beverly Hills. I did they not know sisters. that Kerr, that Kyle, Kathy and their other and sister Kim. Kim. And Kim. Yeah. Did not know. And Kim Richards was a former housewife had been on the earlier seasons of Beverly Hills with Kyle. Um yeah, so because they are sisters, I felt like she did find herself in somewhat of a weird place, especially when Kathy was battling with some of the other housewives, housewives that Kyle also has these friendships with. But to me, she she played Switzerland way too much. And for that, I have to give you a C. I also have to give you a C for you and your husband making crazy ass jokes about Garcelle's son, um, which was See, that alone gives which, her a D to a me in my point. book. So, um, she she also explained it like her and Mauricio explained how that happened. So I I I understand what I know about how shows do. I know I know exactly how those things happen. And so basically Mauricio came to Twitter. For those who don't know what we're talking about, I'll just kind of pop into it. So I was talking about because Erica has so much drama going on, Erica was heavily self-medicated. She was drinking every 
She was drunk. drunk. She was was drunk drunk most episodes on this season. You said Um, self-medicated. The girl was drunk. (laughs) At least one, at at one point in the episode, she, she was, she was drunk. But one of the incidents happened at Garcelle's birthday in which Garcelle's son, who's Jack's 14 years old, comes in and he is grabbing something for his mom off of one of the tables and and Erica tells him to fuck off. And so that happened. Now, the only people who really saw it was Crystal and Dorit, Erica and Jax. Those were the people who actually saw it happen as it went down. Of course, Garcelle came back in as soon as he told her that and was like, don't talk to my son like that, this this whole thing. But Kyle, PK, Mauricio. um, So Kyle and Dorit, who are friends and their husbands, PK and Mauricio, had made like a joke saying like, I love that Erica did that. and so, yeah, they had a lot of flack for that. But she gets a C for me. She Any gets thoughts a D on Kyle? For me. She gets okay. a D for me. Um, I have Dorit next. And Dorit's challenges this season, I think, were probably the, the most hard to watch. Um, so right as the end of the reunion happened for season 11, and they begin filming for season 12, Dorit's house was broken into. And I think I spoke about it here on Cold Pop. We did, um, not yeah. Not too long ago. But uh, because of that happened, I feel like I feel like she was she was really dealing with a lot, and we didn't get much storyline from her at all this entire season. Um, I think most of it was really surrounding the break-in. Um just for those who don't know, her house was broken into while she was at home with her two kids. The husband was not there. Um, and she was held at gunpoint. Now, there was a lot of speculation of whether or not this has actually happened, if she just did this for the show. I don't believe that, but I will say, I will say that, yeah, it was basically this, this was the entire season for her. I, there and, wasn't and anything wasn't Dorit, else we talked about. Wasn't Dorit the only person who spoke up when, uh, what's her name, cursed out Garcelle's son and was like, don't do that. I, no, not like, enough. Not really. She, I mean, not she really. was like, "Don't pay her no mind" or something like that. Yeah, she and, like tried to like, yeah, like brush oh, smooth it over. Yeah, yeah, but no, she didn't. Yeah. No. So uh, my grade for Dorit, I think Dorit gets a C. Um, next up we have Garcelle Beauvais, who is the the, the new coming star of Beverly of, Hills Baby. I, th- I mean, she definitely stepped it up from season one to season two this was a huge step up it was a really good season for garcelle i love that she did have a lot going on um with the real with her book um there was she she did have a lot to kind of uh for us to kind of unpack with her and then also the drama full storyline the drama that that started to kind of really elevate between her and erica um and then later on her and diana but i think Garcelle did a really great job of holding people accountable, bringing people to task, engaging. I, for she gets an A for this season, and probably to me, she gets also the award for most improved housewife from season one to season two. I think you can also see like when Garcelle chooses to interact in these altercations and or conflicts, you can tell that she's kind of like thinking like, how do I want to? How do I want to address this instead of just coming in guns a blazing 
how do I want because she's, she's learned. She's she's definitely noticed how she would be perceived. She's picked it up and she has learned how to how to navigate the very unique experience of filming these types of shows. Um, and, and as like, the only housewife that has a valid career on this, or, or like a like a full yikes. actual career on this show, like a lot of these girls are housewives, Ooh. former housewives, but like Garcelle actually has a a f- fully functioning like career in, in Hollywood. Her and Rena does Rena even anymore? Because Rena, Rena works. Rena, like what does she work. do? Rena works her ass. We'll get off. to her. So, yeah, Rena works her ass off. I will also say Kyle works as well. Kyle has been, Kyle has been creating, she's been making, um, I don't know, she's been hustling, basically. Kyle Kyle works my nerves, and that's it. But, um, but yeah, so I gave Garcelle an A uh, for this season. I agree with that. Erica Girardi is next. And like I said, a lot of the season really focused heavily on Erica and being drunk and like whether or not she had a problem with alcohol i don't think she has a problem with alcohol to be honest i felt like that that was it definitely got played up especially when you see how you know the the show is going to put those moments on tv right i mean that's just what it is but i think what we saw from erica was very very genuine very real even sometimes it was really hard to watch and it was not not great to watch. Um, I think about the Aspen trip in which she starts to talk about like she was like, I can't be worried about the victims. I have to really be worried about myself um, at victims. this moment. What victims? She, I don't even think she said victims. She was like, I can't be worried about them. I have to worry about myself. Yeah. Um, and like, I mean, she went on to kind of elaborate on it. It was much worse than that, but like. I think it was genuine. I think it was real. And so for that, I have to give Erica also an A because I really think that she was, it was not, I don't think anything that she said this season that came off the season was like edited, propped up to make look good. Like it was very raw, very real. Um, All the, all the shit that was, that she was kind of going through and dealing with. I think I would give her a B plus. I don't know if I would give her an A. I'd give her a B plus. Okay. All right, well, we're different in that. Um, what else? Uh, who's, next? who's next? Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna. Okay, y'all. Y'all about to really... Whew, I have We to, might actually agree on this. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, okay. <laughs> Lisa Renna had probably one of the craziest seasons off camera um because of her the the social media account it was very similar to like what you would see like from like candace from potomac like her just battling with everyone Reno got booed at BravoCon. like it was it was a really crazy season for her off like postseason off camera as it was filming during the filming i think she she did bring a lot of drama I will say that. And then also this season chronicled the loss of her mother, which I felt like was a huge, uh, huge moment for her in her life. Um, and we'd seen Lois on the show. We'd seen Lois, her mom on the show for seasons. And, you know, she's been, the family's been around for years. And so you get, you also get attached to these people. And so it was like sad to see, um, you know, to see that play out on, 
on this season. But I also think that Rena did a great job of bringing the drama. I felt like if Lisa Rena was not a part of the cast, a lot of things would not have went addressed. I think that that's just kind of like what it is. Um, so I have to give Lisa Rena. I'm actually going to, now that I think about it, I'm going to change my grade. I'm going to give Lisa Rena a B because I felt like, yeah, if she wasn't there, a lot of stuff wouldn't have, it would just would have skated through. And now see, I, I don't condone with- her. I don't, don't, I don't condone her yelling because her and Sutton really had a lot of like issues. And Lisa Rena would one day be like, cool with Sutton. And then the next day it's like, I'm yelling at you. And, Screaming, it, it it was crazy, but I think overall, um, she gets a B for me. See, and I would have given Lisa an A because she, when you, when we talk about nucleuses and activators, like a lot of the drama, did she bring a lot of drama this season? Yes, but it got people talking. Yeah. It made people want to watch. It got people talking about the show. Like this is this is if if I am a producer, if I am someone who is hanging my livelihood on the real housewives of beverly hills lisa gets an a for me because a lot of people were talking about the show a lot of people were talking about the drama between her and kathy hilton so she gets an a for me like i don't agree but she gets an a yeah i i I think that she she did get a lot of it going and she i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily call her the nucleus i think that she has carved out the role of villain on this show Particularly. Everybody, every show and needs a is, villain. That is like who that that is who she was um, this season. Um, and everybody loves to hate a villain. Yeah. Up next, we have Crystal Kung Minkoff. Uh, she won't D. be back next season. <laughs> D. I she not, had nothing she to talk about. Had nothing going on. Not impressed. Let's let's move on. I think. I mean, she was. She's there. Um, I don't That's know it. how I feel about. So She's one, there. so her big thing this season was this whole conversation that she had with Sutton last season, season eleven. And I'm like, number one, why are we bringing up last season? Like, bringing what up else old is shit. New? Like, well, let's have something going on. And for this, we later found out at the reunion that it actually wasn't what it like. I don't want to say she's lying, but she was basically. Not lying like Lion King, but I'm not saying she's lying. But <laughs> what happened um, with this was okay. Really quickly, because I'm like I, I don't want to take too much time here. But really quickly, she alluded that Sutton had made comments like racial comments um, last season in a like in a private conversation they had, and Sutton's like that's not true. And so people are like, what did she say? What did she say? What did she say? And Crystal would just be like, oh, it, it was very dark. I, I don't want to say what it was. It, it's just very dark. And now it's turned into, oh, the overall conver- the overall tone of the conversation was dark. Um, and it wasn't something specifically that she said. And so I think she got caught in a lie and she was trying to make something more than what it was. Uh, up next, we have Diana, uh, who was the newest housewife to come on. Uh, this season it was her very first season i give her a b because it was the very first season she definitely got in she got her hands dirty she had a lot going on um she's also super wealthy and so i think us she i mean she definitely could throw some weight around in this group just because of who she is and her stature um which i feel like is really hard to do in beverly hills but 
I think a lot of the girls were impressed by, you know, who she was and how wealthy she was. Um, I gave her a B for this season. I don't think that she's going to be back. I think she's probably going to be a one and done housewife, which you is. You think so? I, I'm, I think so. I think that, I think this franchise has doubled down on Lisa Renna as the villain. And so we don't really need another villain. Um, and that Diana was just not, did not come across as likable um, as she could have for the season. Uh, Sutton Strack gets an A from me. I just, she, she came ready to play every time. Um, and like I said, a lot of people had, were throwing things at her. Lisa Renner and her had a situation. Erica and her had a situation. Diana and her had a situation. But she, she did not back away once. And so I, I give her huge props for that. She gets an A from me. Um, last but certainly not least, Kathy Hilton. For me, she's getting an incomplete. I'm not going to be able to give her a full grade until Kathy Hilton stops lying about what actually happened in Aspen. Um, and that's just how I see it. I think Kathy Hilton did break down in Aspen and got mad and started talking mad shit about Kyle, about all the other girls, about Bravo. Um, and I think, yeah, Lisa Renda was like, I'm not going to let this, even though this is off camera, I'm not going to let this slide. Uh, so... Until she stops lying about that, you're getting an incomplete for me. And then we'll get we'll then we'll do your great. Do you think she'll be back next season? I doubt it. I really I don't I don't think <laughs> so this is the thing because it sounds like that there was like an actual HR investigation into this incident. Um and you know when HR stuff happens and people start getting legal involved. Uh, which, you know, quote unquote, Kathy threatened to take down Bravo, take down NBC um, and all of these things. I'm just like, OK, yeah, maybe there is uh, maybe this is the end of the road for for Kathy. Let me just say this about all of the girls and Kathy included, and we've talked about this before. We, you have to realize, and pop stars, I'm talking about you all. I'm talking to you all when I say this. This is a TV show. It is a job. You have to show up to work ready to film. You have to show up yeah. with talking points, a storyline with drama, and Kathy, Lisa, Garcelle, Sutton, Erica held this show down this season like they showed up ready to film and that's what's entertaining do i think a lot what a lot of these girls did was dead wrong absolutely but we're talking about it BravoCon was lit because a lot of people came just because of beverly hills the beverly hills and to see uh, the beverly hills panel girls, was like crazy they had to like open up other rooms so people that could go into it so if if we're talking about was the was the drama a lot yes but if we're talking about successful seasons i have to give this was a very successful season for beverly hills the highest rated franchise as of now they i'm gonna say they have cemented themselves as a contender for 
biggest and best franchise. And we're talking about with names like Atlanta and Potomac as a rising girl and New York going through all of the shit that they're going through right now. Like Beverly Hills has held down the Housewives franchise where Atlanta has fallen. Yeah, I agree with that. So I would def- so we have to keep that in mind and that's why I think like I would I I I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if Kathy came back. I wouldn't be mad. I don't, I don't if, think it's going to be a question of whether like I think Bravo would love to have her back and like but would really kind of play back? into it and I don't yeah. think so. I feel like because you know kind of what we saw that from this it looks like the relationship with Kyle and Kathy is also super fractured because mm-hmm. Kathy wasn't necessarily happy that Kyle had not come to bat for her how she wanted her to come to bat for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really interesting. I feel like what no one is saying about this too is that this whole like Kathy Hilton meltdown and whether or not Kyle had shown up for her sister or did she like have her sister's back. How do you want me to have somebody's back that's talking shit about me? The I know my sister love- better than- I know my sister better than I know, like, than all of y'all. I've literally grown up with this woman. Yeah, I know how she is. I know how she talks. I know that she, yeah, all of that stuff she probably did say. But, and y'all, but how do you want me, how can you expect me to, like, come out and speak on her behalf of, like, no, she didn't say that or it didn't go that way? I know who this woman is. Like, yeah, she probably did say that stuff. So, I instead of me coming out and being like, yeah, you probably did say it, I'm going to just keep my mouth shut. And I think... I for Kyle, I think that that's smart. I think that that is real. Yeah, the fans love Kathy. They do love Kathy, but I think it is kind of coming to a point because we can't, we cannot just hop over the fact that she had this whole situation. Apparently, she also said she, you know, she used a gay slur that night at the club. Um, it wasn't on camera. All of this stuff is happening. This is all alleged, and it was happening off camera, but. Erica said that she did say she said the F word. Kathy's like, I, think, I absolutely did not. But I think to me, how Erica said it, based on what everyone else said, I think Kathy definitely did say it. At this point, it's a she said, she said. And we all know if it's not caught on camera or a hot mic, did it even really happen? And I so mean, and that's what it is. Like that's and I think that that is like because it wasn't on camera we can't hold her accountable for it. But I, I don't know. Lisa, Rinna, and I agree with Lisa Rinna on that. Like, no, we're not going to let, just let this kind of behavior slide just because she is Kathy Hilton. No. Cause if it happened to any other girl, y'all would have found a way to bring it into the show. And it would have, they, y'all would have put that, you would have put that housewife burned at the stake. If it was any other housewife, but because it was Kathy Hilton, we're all, oh, we, no, I'm, no, she didn't say it. We just going to let it, we're going to let that slide. We didn't, she didn't, she didn't mean to say all of that stuff. No, fuck that. Mm-mm. She did say it. I mean, hey, hey, I'm being Kyle Richards right now. Not hey. the, and then, oh, this was my favorite part. Kathy Hilton, because Lisa Renna had text messages between her and Kathy. Um, and basically, Lisa, oh, Lisa Renna was like, deleted. <laughs> Kathy was like, <laughs> Cause Kathy Renna had uh Kathy Renna. Kathy Hilton had text Renna being like silent is golden. I'm staying silent, which was like code for like don't say nothing about what you heard me say. And then she was like, Yeah, you sent me this text. 
And Kathy was like, at the She's reunion, like, was like, oh, no, I don't have those texts. I don't. Just because you She's deleted it, like, baby, doesn't mean they baby, don't exist. But that's like, I was like, she needs to do an iPhone class, getting used to your iPhone. Just because you delete the text don't mean that they're deleted forever. Kathy Hilton, and let's be let's be all the way real. Kathy Hilton is one of these rich women who are so unconnected to like normal life. I think it's all technology. I think it's all an act, Marcus. Yes, you think so? I think. Listen to me, Kathy Hilton, and anybody will tell you the architect for Paris Hilton is Kathy. Oh, absolutely. Kathy Hilton is Absolutely. very smart. She's very savvy. She knows, she, she knows things. She knows how to work the game. She saw her mom do it with her sisters as they were child stars. She knows how to. You know, she knows how to navigate. Well, we'll leave it there. I, I think that's all the act. But it was like I said, it was a very entertaining season. Season twelve was everything that i needed shout out to the girls i think hopefully what i would like to see now is just the conversation died down i think all these housewives are exhausted about talking about the show uh i i, I garcelle did tweet she was like i'm taking a break from housewives stuff because i i, I need a break before we go back into filming so i get it we'll see what happens season 13 who would you okay as we wrap this up if there was anyone that you would not invite back for season 13 who was who on the list? I think you hit the nail on the head. Crystal and Diana, y'all can go. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. What did, Sha- what did Shani say? Uh, your services are no longer needed. Yeah, I would put Crystal and Diana on that list. And then I think I would add maybe Dorit goes to friend of. I feel like she, if- she needed to. I, I don't even know if she should have done the season. Like with everything that was going on, I, I probably would have like just took a step back. In all actuality, if I'm being, if I'm, I'm if I'm putting my producer hat on, I would move Dorit to friend of, and I would move Kathy up to full time housewife. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. Think if, that if, if that's my producer hat. Like, yeah, I'm, we're we're talking about ratings. We're talking about talking. Like, I'm moving Kathy up to full time. I would housewife. be shocked if Kathy came back next year. I I really would. Well, I guess we'll see. I really would. All right. So that was my spotlight show of the week. Uh, When we come back, Marcus, you are talking to us about She-Hulk, right? She-Hulk, attorney at law. All right. We'll talk about it. Right back. All right, pop stars. Welcome back. I had to grab me some water, you know. When you're hungover, you're still a little dehydrated, so I got to hydrate. Um, All right, it's time for my Spotlight Show of the Week. I know this episode is long, so I'll be quick because we we really talked about Housewives and went into it. But I just wanted wanted to first off say mad props and shout out to everyone who is working on She Hulk Attorney at Law, a phenomenal show, very funny. Very engaging. I think a lot of people maybe missed the point and are complaining about uh, a few things and how just like female centric the show was or how the show was basically taking digs at the Marvel fan base, rightfully so, because of its problematic nature 
uh, when it comes to women and when it comes to storylines involving women and stuff like that and how we how they are portrayed. And I think She-Hulk tackled this brilliantly. Um, it, it is a law comedy. First off, let me start there. It is a law, a law. comedy. It is not a drama. It has got action in it, but it is a comedy first. I think one of the things that made this show stand apart is that there was a lot of fourth wall breaking um, with yeah. Tatiana Maslany, um, which I, I thought was great. I thought it was needed. It was basically making fun of itself while also kind of revealing just how problematic some of the fan base is. Um, let me run through a couple of things really quickly. I want to just talk about the cast, the main cast, obviously Tatiana Maslany as uh, She-Hulk, uh, Jennifer Walters, Jennifer, um, and then we had Ginger Gonzaga who played her sidekick or best friend, Nina, and then we had Jamila Jamil um, who was playing Titania. Um, we had Renee Elise Goldsberry, your, your girl, my girl, Renee, um, and then Tim Roth playing the Abomination. We had Mark Ruffalo back for a couple of episodes as Bruce Banner. I just want to say that, so this was She-Hulk's official introduction into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I thought it was very well done. And then we also got a little bit of backstory about her relationship with Bruce, as we know that they are cousins. And then if you saw in the show, she got some of Bruce's blood mixed in with hers, which of course yeah. gave her the She-Hulk powers as well. And then of course, like I said, this is a big burn to all of the fanboys out out there who always have a problem with how women are portrayed and their storylines and stuff. But a lot of people tried to shit on this show, and I think again they missed the point of this show. Um, I thought it was, like I said, very well done. And then, of course, now the season finale has what three, four weeks ago. So I don't feel like this is spoilers, but we've got some good spoilers at the end of the season with Bruce having a son that he had to go all the way back for, and so that was in a post-credit scene. I thought that was interestingly well done. And then how they handled the finale, I thought was also really interesting because they took a different approach. They they gave us what we thought we wanted and then they flipped the script and like let us know how silly it was. And it was like, this is what y'all wanted. And now look at how silly, like you see how silly this is? Like we need to do better. We need to do some more significant storylines for for leading women and stuff like that. Because had we given you all what you wanted, you see how quickly that shit just escalated and just went left. Like I thought that was very well done and very interesting how they handled that finale because writing. it wasn't what I, I was expecting. I'll say that it's definitely yeah. great writing that's happening on this show. Um, I only saw like a couple of episodes uh, here mm -hmm. and there, but um, I just thought that that, yeah, it's done really smart. Um, mm -hmm. Smartly, I guess. Um, it was the wedding episode I did catch and I loved, um, loved, loved that. Love the cameo from um, Meg Thee Stallion as well. I yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I think, for me, not knowing anything about She-Hulk, the history, or anything like that, yeah, it was a nice kind of begin. It, it set the platform and it set the stage to let us know how, who it was, and also in like a more modern kind of everyday. You like could be She-Hulk on could be on the street, you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought it. I thought yeah. they did a really good job of grounding it in that. 
No, I agree. And then we can't also forget about the reintroduction of Daredevil, um, which I thought, again, with Matt Murdock, he first showed up in Spider-Man No Way Home, a brief, brief cameo, but we got much more of him and She-Hulk. I love the direction that they're going, and I'm pretty sure She-Hulk is going to show up in his new show on Disney Plus as well. And so I, overall, just to keep it brief, because I know we got to move on, I give the show a 9 out of 10. I think it was extremely funny. Um, I love the casting. I think the casting was spot on. I, once again, call me a hater, call me whatever. I don't really see it for Jamila Jamil like that, but cute for either. her. Cute for her for landing a role like that and, you know, <laughs> keeping keeping a job. I don't really see it for Jamila Jamil, um, but it is what it is. I give the show a 9 out of 10. Trent, I know you didn't, you said you didn't watch very um many episodes but what did your old man think loved it could not stop talking i about figured it. he wanted would. me to watch every episode try to trick me into watching episodes really wanted me to fall in love with it <laughs> not I, trying I to trick I yeah it was i mean it was crazy like super obsessed with this show i thought it you know hey i could tell a lot of effort went into making this um making the show i thought the writers on it definitely need to get a raise and maybe we should get them on some other stuffs as well because like i said <laughs> they they did a really good job yeah so if you haven't watched she hulk it's on disney plus check it out um all episodes are streaming now the finale was a few weeks back i really enjoyed it and we can move on all right all right, so we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, it is time for our signature segment, Fizz Ooh. or Flats. And I got some things, honey. Me too. So we'll talk about all of it when we come back. All right, it is time for Fizz or Flat. This is the part of the show where Marcus and I get to go over the top pop culture moments of the week, give them a fizz if we're feeling them, or a flat if flat we're if not. if we're not. Marcus, do you want to go first? Sure. Let's see For here. those who can't see um, our sheet, which is everyone, Marcus has put 511 things. Um, but I'm going to uh, run through a lot of these really quickly the- while you're trying to drag me. I'm sorry. I was doing my homework and making sure that we had a good show. Because your your column's looking very slim. Well, honey, yeah, and I've yeah, and I started to take away. We're 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 at three hours. It's an hour forty four. Calm down, and I'm about to move through these. So first off, I want to give a huge fizz. We didn't get to talk about this a couple of weeks ago. Meg The Stallion was on SNL. I thought she did a good job. I really liked her anxiety performance. I've said this a million times, and I'll say it a million times more. The music video, how an artist performs a song, makes a difference. I know people don't think that, but it makes a difference. You can listen to a song and not be feeling it, and then you see the music video and really love it, and that changes your entire outlook on the song. I was not a huge fan of Anxiety by Megan, but when I saw her perform it, I've had the song on repeat. I've had the song on repeat. I I, I got I understood what it is that she was going for, and I was I bought in. I was I was sold. I said, got it. I understand, I understand your point of view now when it comes to this song. I love it. I thought she did a really good job. She got emotional 
um, talking about her mom during the performance. That's what everybody was talking about. And she held it together. And I also really like the theme. I love the little beauty pageant theme that they did for this particular performance. Um, it was giving pretty hurts, but like in a very different way. And I love that. So fizz for me. That's all. Yeah. Um, HBO in a shocking. Wait, are you giving it oh, a wait. fizz or a flat? SNL, Megan yeah, Stallion Megan on SNL. On... Yeah. Oh, fizz. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Coming. You can just swipe over that. You can. You have to contribute. My bad. Girl. Fizz. I, fizz yeah, or flat. I thought I. I didn't see all of the skits, but I did catch the performance, and I thought the the performance was good. And then the skit that I saw that I really liked was uh the teacher who thought that they were like doing the dangerous minds and it was like this is a high performance school and we we're in an ap class that was that was good that was cute yeah so fizz um fizz yes for me okay up next for me i'm sorry y'all this really shook me to my core hbo in a very shocking decision has decided to cancel westworld after four seasons um not not continuing with the already uh, planned for fifth season. It was supposed to have like this fifth final season to kind of tie everything up. And HBO said, no, not today. We're not going to be able to do it. Uh, this, this was, this was a shot. I don't, I stopped watching Westworld. I think after season one, um, but I know that they have lots of fans and supporters out there. Um, did this shock you at all, Marcus? So I had tried to get into Westworld and made it through half a season and I gave up and I was like, okay, let's thank you next. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked. So, Hey, no, I mean, I think the show had a lot of buzz at the beginning of it. There was a lot of people that bought into it. Um, and then as things just got more and more abstract, people started to kind of pop, pop pile off. Um, but like I said, because they were already promised to do a fifth season um, and now it's not happening, uh, there is talks that I believe the actors are still going to be paid for the fifth season. We call that Regardless. severance, honey. Right? Hello? Contract. Like, <laughs> let's talk about it. Mil- and like millions and millions of dollars that we're severance talking about pay. here that's going to go to these uh, to the cast. Um, hopefully the crew, too. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, what do I you give I'm, this? Is it a fizz or a flat? I guess I am giving it a flat, but I didn't really watch, so I give it a fizz. Know. I think it needed to be canceled, and I think HBO Uh-oh. made a smart business decision. Oh, excuse me. I'm because um, we have. I have to watch Westworld in my house, and so I'm glad that we just don't. We're not gonna have that. In this. <laughs> you don't have to be subjected to that anymore, <laughs> right? Um. I also want to just give a quick fizz to Mabu, my man of the hour. We didn't get to talk about it a couple of weeks ago. Made the world stop so much so that I got on the wrong train to work the day that these dropped and had to circle back and get on the right train. Jonathan Majors, Men's Health Magazine's cover spread. Um, You've seen the pictures. It's a Fritz Bernays. It's a absolute fist for me bodied down and what i will not take i will not take the jonathan major slander y'all up here talking about he got a civil rights face honey i'll the things that i would do to that civil rights face don't even get me started not a civil rights face that's actually funny 
That then is hilarious. I said, I said, what the fuck y'all are not going to do? That is hilarious. Is talk about my man. But you who doesn't exactly even know why I exist. But you know exactly I did. what they meant when they said civil rights face. And, I absolutely yeah. did. And I'm not, I, I will, I will, I will not. Okay. So right. total fizz for me. That's all. No, fizz for me. Shout out to him as well. Like, yeah, he looks really good. What else you got? Um, We're doing rapid fire. Come on, child, rapid fire. This Kyrie, Kyrie Irving stuff. Yeah, flat. F so, flat. I mean, like, you have to learn when to shut. Sometimes these celebrities have to learn when to shut your damn mouth. And this is a this is a situation of when keeping it real goes wrong. Now, it's not going to go all the way wrong for him because he is, you know, he's got millions and millions of dollars. He's this huge NBA player and like all of these things. But, you know, Kyrie Irving, it's this started last Thursday when he tweeted out a um, link to a film that I mean, people are basically saying is very anti-Semitic. Um, I forget. I think it's like Hebrews to Negroes or something like that. That's the name of the film. But uh, he tweeted out this link. He didn't put anything with it. And then people were saying like, why are you supporting this film? Like they, the people in the film kind of basically called the Holocaust a hoax, say it really didn't happen. All these other pieces. And Kyrie didn't double down on it, but he wasn't apologizing at first, initially, he was not, he was just like, oh, who says that I'm promoting it? Um, just because I put something out doesn't mean that I'm promoting. Sir, you have millions and millions of followers. What are you talking about? So the only thing I'll say to this is we have to continue to remember celebrities are people and people are stupid, which does not admonish celebrities from being stupid right. people. So yeah, I mean, why would you I, even tweet totally, that out if you didn't support it? And you know what? Like, right? Like, let's not even. We can play that game. Okay, you didn't, but like, okay, let's say that you did. Now, you he didn't delete that tweet until days after. Until the NBA was like, you're gonna have to apologize. You need to delete that tweet and all of these other things. In which he really didn't apologize, so they decided to suspend him. So he's been now suspended for several games. Um, Nike also has suspended their relationship with Kyrie Irving. They're not going to put out the new shoe um, for him as well. And it's like, man, like very similar to this whole stuff going on with Kanye West. Like you have, you got like, it's going to fuck up your brand. It's going to fuck up your money. Um, And maybe you don't care about that. Maybe that's not important to you. Maybe it's more important that you're able to, you know, speak freely and say what you want and put whatever you want out there by all means. But when it's coming to my bag, I'm not going to let anything fuck up my money. Like, okay, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to do what I have to do. Um, and I think, you know, especially if it's something like that's hurting like a community of people, you know, that, that I, I think with this Kyrie, with the whole yay, Kanye, whatever his name is situation, this, this anti-Semitism, it's really starting to kind of like track and build um, into incidents. And I think one thing we know, if this is not, if this is not a quick textbook commentary on, you can't say shit about Jewish people. You could say whatever you want about black, say whatever you want about black people. They ain't going to say nothing to you. But the minute you start hitting on the, the Jewish community, baby, it's curtains. 
Isn't that interesting? Very, very. But I mean, it's, it's um, a flat for me. It's definitely a flat for me as well. Get your get your um, life together, Kyrie. <laughs> I will move through these really quickly, but I just wanted to give an update on some TV news because we are a TV podcast. So, um, first off, I wanted to say We're Here dropped their third season trailer. It looks very cute. Their promo yep. artwork. Love it, love it, love it. That gets a fizz for me. Are you giving it a fizz or a flat? Uh, I saw it. Yeah, it was a fizz. It was, it was good. Um, also, Aubrey Plaza has been ca- cast in Agatha, Coven of Chaos, the WandaVision spinoff. And so that was big news as well um, because, you know, a lot of the girls like Aubrey Plaza. So fizz for me. That's a if you love you Aubrey Plaza, if you love Aubrey Plaza, you should watch The White Lotus. She is. Yeah, she's really in that, good. too. Yep, she's yep, really yep. good. Um, also Sandman, we covered on the show, got renewed for season two on Netflix. Stick with us, girl. We know what we're talking about. That's all I'm saying. That's a fizz. Um, uh, and then Damon Wayans and Damon Wayans Jr. are coming up with a comedy. Um, I don't know why this is just now happening. I had been saying this. I was like, why isn't Damon and his son in a TV show together? Like, they should totally be. And now they're doing it. So it'll be a multi-camera sitcom. Um, it's a fizz. Nice. A fizz for me as well. We ran into uh, one of the weigh-ins um, out in L.A. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, at that, like, Where? Oktoberfest thing. At the Who? Oktoberfest thing. One of the weigh-ins. It was like Oh, one that's of the, right. That's yeah. right. We did. It was the one yeah, who one doesn't the, look like Damon. One of the young ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We absolutely did. I remember seeing him. Um, and then also uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen cast as Wonder Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this will be very interesting. I love that they're bringing more, um, even though this is obviously extremely late, but the fact that they're bringing more black men in now, like with the casting of Jonathan Majors as Kang and now Yahya Abdul-Mateen. Um, so it's a total fizz for me. That's a fist for me, too. I love Yaya. Uh, and then wow. lastly in TV news, uh, Tyler James Williams. We talked about him up top of the show. Um, Abbott Elementary, Everybody Hates Chris. He did a freestyle on Sway's world, a Sway's universe, um, which was actually really good. Was it? <laughs> I thought so. Okay. I, like, I need to go back and listen to it. I wasn't feeling it. Like, I just, like, I, I, I gave it, like, two seconds and just scrolled. I was like, okay. No. I actually really liked it, and I think if he were to actually get in the studio and record it, I think would be it would probably be a I think good you song. Just, I think you just think he's cute. I think you just like him. Gosh, you're so superficial. It's not always about looks, Trent. I think you okay. just like him. I'm not. I'm not. No one's asking for him to get in the studio. No one wants a rap album from him. Or maybe you're a hater. I'm not, and I'm really not hating. I'm just being very real. No one wants a rap album from Tyler. No, I think only you. I no, no, first off, nobody's asking for a rap album. We just said to record the song. Don't get it. Don't get in Tyler. Don't get in the studio. You have and the good, comments, You have a really good thing going. With the Abbott comments Elementary. agree with me. Okay, everybody well, likes it. Everybody, so you are in the minority. That's fine. I've been in the minority all my life. Yeah, you have. Um, and so th- that's it for TV news, and then. Uh, I was going to talk about new music, but 
I mean, Chloe's got a new song out. I love it. I love that. Again, that song. once again, what we are seeing here is that she is getting stronger and stronger with each song. She's learning. She is taking notes. She is readjusting. She is reorienting as she continues to drop these releases, and she's getting better and better with each song. Yeah, it's, it's going a well. I'm, 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 I'm ready for the album. I'm ready. I am too. I think the other thing I would say is uh, SZA also dropped new music. Great. Love it. But it the talk good. of the like hour. The I see. I did not like the video, I like but the I love the song. And then the talk of the hour is Rihanna dropped a new song and it's really had people talking because it's not what everyone was expecting. Nope. It wasn't. She dropped and, the ballad. Um, I think, you know, it's good for the it's what the movie needed. I'm I'm sure. Sure, um, of course. And so I I think it should have just probably been released with the movie. I wouldn't have done a big push. I wouldn't have and done a big release. Maybe she didn't do a big push or a release, but I think just because it Marvel was did music from just because it was music from Rihanna, I think that there was just a lot of eyes on it. And so we'll see exactly what happens if there's anything else that comes from it, but I wasn't crazy. And it's just song. It's her first release song in like years. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about the song. Uh, quite it as might just kept, have, it might either. have to it might have to grow on me to be honest. I think we'll need to hear it within context. Like once we go and see yeah, Black maybe. Panther, then I'll be like, got it. Beautiful maybe. song, beautiful gowns. But I think the elephant in the room here is, uh, baby, we have a Super Bowl show to prepare for. Where is the new music? Like, I know that's the reason why you're doing the Super Bowl show is because you have new music. So where is it? Like, how 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 is this? How are we doing this? Like, I had come up with a couple of scenarios of... Rihanna has enough catalog. She'll... She don't need new music, really. So then why are we doing this? Because so, she's got hits. I, I disagree. I disagree. I think the reason, and anybody knows, is the reason why you do the Super Bowl is because you have something to promote. You have something that you are about to take on an endeavor, uh, a tour, something, Maybe, and yeah. the Super Bowl is the biggest stage for music, like one of the biggest stages for music besides the Grammys. But like, clearly, she's got new music that she wants to release. I just thought, I, to me, Not if I was a part. Of, well, and I say the Grammys very, very loosely. No, I was just, girl, that's, I was, no, I'm talking about yeah. Super Bowl because I don't know what the hell J Lo's promoting on the damn Super Bowl stage. <sighs> well, she the documentary she had that big documentary that came out on Netflix. It, that's so not, it was not enough was, to do was, the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. And give I you love something. that. I, I love. I'm that, trying to give you something. I love that this podcast centers around J Lo's Super Bowl, girl, and like this has shut, been a constant. This has been a up. huge piece from day one of this show. We all I'm find saying, a way to talk about it. We do, we do, we really do. All I'm saying is, is that if I was a part of Rihanna's team, like. I would release the I would have released the music at the Fenty fashion show that's coming up so that Might everybody be. could have it, shake a little groove or whatever, so that we could get ready for Super Bowl. And so everybody would know all the songs. And when Super Bowl comes around in February, we can hit the ground running, announce the tour, and let that be that. Maybe. Could be. 
That's we'll all see. I got. I know we've, I we've fizz, carried though. on. It's, I mean, yeah, of course. I will always support black women. It's a fizz all the way down for SZA, Chloe, and Rihanna. But I just give it my two cents. That's all. Gotcha. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Wow. Okay. We made it through. All right, Mike Marcus, what are your final thoughts leaving this show? So I had a few things that I was thinking about, but I think I am going to plant my flag in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I am going to say that, again, we have to remember, while we are entertained and invested, it is a TV show. Mm -hmm. These ladies have showed up. And have been, some have been provided storylines, some have come with their own storylines. But at the end of the day, it is a TV show. They are here for a check. They are here for a job. They are here to film and entertain us and give us messiness. Stop being so, you can be invested in this, but take it with a grain of salt. These girls have plenty of other things, like Garcelle, Garcelle said, that they're doing and taking a break from Housewives and doing whatever. So just, Keep that as a grain of salt. We are being entertained. It is a TV show. A lot of these girls, what I, th I think some people don't understand, and I use Giselle from Potomac as an example, a lot of these girls are being fed um, talking points and storylines because you, you have to shake shit up. You have to, you know, somebody has to yeah. be the activator when it comes to the, you can't get a group of people together and everybody get along kumbaya and think that that's going to be entertaining television. There needs to be an activator slash instigator to stir the pot, get the girls going, because that's how you get the entertainment factor out of a reality show and stuff like this. So just keep that in mind. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I think my final thoughts leaving this um, is just to urge people to be safe and to not um be safe and and let's stop all of this crazy violence that's happening this is wild this is nuts rappers are losing their lives and like people are being attacked like it's just it's it's all becoming way too much and like i said earlier i'm not gonna harp back on it like there will be a change in the course for sure from all of this, but just just be safe and just let stop. Just stop. Just let's stop all of this violence, please. Well, there you go. Uh, all right, guys. Okay. Where can they find that? Us? Was our show eighty four years later? Um, two hours later. Jesus. Uh, we are. You can find us if you want to continue the conversation on social media. Uh, we, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok at Cold Pop Show. If you are still on Facebook, hop on to Cold Pop Podcast. Give us a little comment. Give us a little like. Um, you can find me at Trent Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end on all the socials. All right, guys. Until next time. Love you. Bye. <laughs>